Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 12th of September, 2022. In InfoSec news this week, according to Microsoft, an Iranian state-sponsored group, which it tracks as Dev0270, also known as Nemesis Kitten, has been abusing the BitLocker Windows feature in attacks in order to encrypt victim systems. Redmond's threat intelligence teams have found that the group is quick to exploit newly discovered security vulnerabilities and extensively uses living off-the-land binaries, also known as lolbins, as part of their attack portfolio. This aligns with Microsoft's findings that Dev0270 uses BitLocker, a data protection feature which provides full-volume encryption on devices running Windows 10, 11 or Server 2016 and above, to quote the report, Dev0270 has been seen using the setup.bat commands in order to enable BitLocker encryption, which leads to the host becoming inoperable. For workstations, the group uses DiskCryptor, an open-source full-disk encryption system for Windows, which allows for the encryption of a device's entire hard drive. The time-to-ransom, or TTR value, between the initial access and the ransom note being deployed on a locked system was around two days and the group has been observed demanding victims pay $8,000 for decryption keys following successful attacks. According to the report, this is a subgroup of the Iranian-backed Phosphorus Cyber Espionage Group, also known as Charming Kitten or APT-35, known for targeting and collecting intelligence from high-profile victims linked to governments, NGOs, and defense organizations. The group appears to be moonlighting to quote for personal or company specific revenue generation, according to a low confidence assessment from Microsoft. Based on numerous infrastructure overlaps, Microsoft claims the group is being operated by an Iranian company known under two aliases, SecNerd and LiftWeb. These organizations are also reportedly linked to the Naji Technology Hushmand, located in Karaj, Iran. According to the report, the group is typically opportunistic in its targeting, the actor scanning the internet to find vulnerable servers and devices, making organizations with vulnerable and discoverable services and devices particularly susceptible to these attacks. Since many of Dev0270's attacks have exploited known vulnerabilities in exchange, such as Proxy Logon or Fortinet, companies are advised to patch their internet-facing servers in order to block exploitation attempts and subsequent ransomware attacks. Similar malicious activity linked to a threat group secure work tracks as Cobalt Mirage, with elements overlapping the aforementioned Phosphorus APC group, were reported by SecureWorks back in May. Threat actors are increasingly turning to new encryption methods as part of ransomware attacks, designed to improve success rates, according to a recent report by Sentinel-1. Researchers wrote in a new blog post entitled Intermittent Encryption that it is being heavily advertised to buyers and affiliates. Its primary advantages over more traditional methods of ransomware encryption are speed and the ability to evade detection tools. By only partially encrypting victims' files, threat actors can cause, quote, irretrievable damage in a very short time frame. Further, intermittent encryption reportedly helps to confuse the statistical analysis used by a large number of security tools in order to detect ransomware activity. Such an analysis may evaluate the intensity of the file I.O. operations or the similarity between a known version of a file which has not been affected by ransomware and a suspected modified encrypted version of the file, 
according to the report. In contrast to full encryption, intermittent encryption helps evade such security analyses by exhibiting a significantly lower intensity of file I.O. operations with much higher similarity between the non-encrypted and encrypted versions of any given file. Back in mid-2021, Lockfile was the first variant to use this new technique, encrypting every other 16 bytes of a file. This was assessed by a Splunk study earlier in the year to be the fastest out of 10 ransomware variants, encrypting nearly 100,000 files, totaling almost 53 gigabytes in just four minutes, with this being 86% faster than the median of 43 minutes across all variant studies. Since Lockbit, Sentinel-1 has reportedly identified several ransomware families following suit, and adopting the intermittent encryption technique, including Quick, Agenda, Black Cat, Play, and Black Basta. The security industry may have to adapt to this new trend in order to improve its detection capabilities. To quote the report, given the significant benefits to threat actors while being practical to implement, we estimate that the intermittent encryption technique will continue to be adopted by more ransomware families at an increased rate. A new version of the previously discussed Bumblebee malware loader has been spotted in the wild, featuring a new infection chain using the Powersploit framework to perform stealthy and reflective injections of a dynamic link library payload into memory. Bumblebee was discovered back in April, involved in phishing campaigns believed to be orchestrated by the same actors behind Bazaar Loader and TrickBot, known as the Conti Syndicate. Bumblebee is an evolved loader with an advanced anti-analysis and anti-detection framework, and it was assumed that it would replace other loaders such as Bizarre Loader, as part of initial compromise attacks followed by ransomware deployment. Bumblebee's distribution rate did reach notable levels in the ensuing months, yet the new loader never became as dominant in the field as prior strains. According to a report by Seibel, however, based on findings by threat researcher Max Milton, the authors of Bumblebee are preparing a comeback from the summer hiatus of spam operations using a new execution flow. Previously, Bumblebee reached victims via emails carrying password-protected zipped ISO files, which contained a link file for executing the payload, and a link library file, the payload itself. In recent attacks, however, Bumblebee has replaced the ISO file with a VHD, or Virtual Hard Disk File, which again contains a LNK shortcut file. Instead of executing the link library directly, the link now executes imagedata.ps1, which launches a PowerShell window and hides it from the user by abusing the show window command. This SP1 script is obfuscated using base64 and string concatenation in order to evade AV detection while loading the second stage of the PowerShell loader. The second stage features the same obfuscation as the first and carries the PowerSploit module to load the 64-bit malware into memory of the PowerShell process using reflexive injection. To quote the release, PowerSploit is an open-source post-exploitation framework in which the malware reflectively loads the link library into the PowerShell process. This method validates the embedded file and performs multiple checks to ensure that the file is loaded properly on the executing system. With the new loading flow, Bumblebee loads from memory and never touches the host's disk, thus minimizing the chances of being detected and stopped by traditional antivirus tools. By increasing its stealthiness in this manner, Bumblebee becomes a more potent initial access threat and increases its chances of enticing ransomware and malware operators looking for ways to deploy their payloads. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.